0: Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi tips. Same Racer, download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gambling responsibly. Call one 858
1: Now Sam, we had a text through. Can I find it? Here it is from Carl. Hi guys. How did Sammy's Maltese on the final go? He was throwing them out there on Friday, and he mentioned Crichton and To'o. Carl. Now I don't know the answer, but I know that you 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 went gangbusters on the grand final. Sam, can you talk yep. us through how many bets do you reckon you had? Like um, you you don't bet a lot. Like you don't put on $50 bets and all that sort of stuff. No, you're, you're a $5 guy.
0: I am, yeah. I'm a, I'm a small, small – um, Speculator. Small, uh, speculator, correct. And I just do it to, to keep things interesting. So you're right. I, uh, I threw out a lot of lines. in the. You know how sometimes you go down to the wharf and they're just those guys who have about 50 rods and it's really annoying because no one else can throw their rod out and, just one, and he just walks sort of between them. Just tug it. That was me on uh, last night. How so, many do you reckon you had? Oh no, only, yeah, maybe twelve. Okay, yeah, about twelve. Um, well, I tell you what. <clears throat> some of them actually. Can I just get? Can I just get them up? Yeah. Um, so, first and foremost, I will take this time to apologise to you and everyone in New Zealand for convincing you to go for. Field goal, field first goal in the first half. Because that was all all done and dusted after about 10 minutes, right? You, you when knew you,
1: they weren't going to have a go. No. And draw at time was the other one that skunked
0: me. Yeah, I I, th- I thought it was actually quite a good tip. So I was happy to give it, but it didn't work out. <clears throat> there was a big, big long one I gave out on Friday, which was Clary to win the Clive Churchill, Targo first try scorer, Cleary top point scorer, a draw at halftime and Pennicini any time try <laughs> scorer at $501. <laughs> that was silly. That was stupid. I don't know where I was going with that. Um there were heaps of little ones. I had, a, I had Panthers 13+, plus, to- Otago and Luai all to score a try and Edwards, Clive, Churchill at 67. I mm. thought that one was actually quite tasty. One of my same-game multis was, and i very close to this, over 34.5 points in the game. Penrith. Penrith first to three tries. Yes. Penrith nine-plus Winning margin, yes. Brian Toto, anytime try scorer, yes. Isaac Targo, anytime try scorer, oh. yeah. And he came, he came quite close at one on one occasion, but but not to. Be, I was really bullish on Tago scoring, but then there were two staff and I, I text you. I was texting the boys during the game, and I said, "Um, boys, all my bets are dead. I, I I tried to cover all my bases. The only base I didn't cover was Penrith just absolutely killing them, and Toto basically being the only person scoring tries. Um, so two when Penrith scored in the last ten minutes. Parramatta. Sorry, P- Parramatta scored in the last ten minutes, two tries. I thought I'd better go back and see um if any are still in play because I feel like I had a couple in play. So this one was in play. Panthers one to twelve, stains and Crichton any time try scorer. Dylan Edwards, Clive Churchill medalist, and under forty two and a half points in the game at 101 bucks. That was on the cards with, you know, a minute, two minutes to play. Um, but the one that came in, and uh, very happy You with got this. one. I did get one. The one that came in, and funnily enough, this was my hall pass. I put the $20 hall pass bonus bet on this one. Oh, so if you didn't have the hall pass, you probably would have put five on it. Correct. So 20 bucks went on. Panthers to win 11 and 20. Yeah. Under 47 and a half points in the game. Yeah. Stephen Crichton Anytime try scorer. And what a try. Dylan Edwards, Clive Churchill medalist at 34 bucks. And I put Shut twenty on Shut the gate. It. I put twenty on it. Yeah. Shut the gate. And um, I tell you what. Dylan Edwards. Yeah. So so here's the thing. I when we were talking on Friday and I've just obviously watched a lot over the weekend, read a lot, I became more and more confident that actually yeah, Dylan Edwards is a really good shout for Clive Churchill. And I think someone raised a really good point. Voter fatigue. So the fact that Cleary and Yo always get the plaudits naturally, I think your subconscious bias is to think of somebody else, and because Edwards had been their best player all year, he had sort of missed out on Delhi and fullback of the year. I think he might have been top of mind. So you know he ran for close to three hundred metres, had that amazing try taking uh, saving tackle. I think he got two try assists. So I'm looking at that bet at the full time going. If they don't give Edwards the Clive Churchill, I'm flying to Australia and finding out who voted on that and I will <laughs> give them a right dust up, uh, But they ended up giving it to him. So I was, I was absolutely pumped, Steph. But you look at that and go, you know, one from 12, not a good conversion rate. But, but 600 back from, what, 50 invested? Or probably. 60? I had a bunch of bonus bets, yeah. So And I actually ended up with a bunch of bonus bets because of the, all the same-game multis that I missed out on by one. by one. Yeah. Oh. So happy, yeah, happy, it was a great day. And I, But did you hear about the um, $5,000, you know, people got the five grand from the All Blacks margins? Oh, yeah, look, I heard it, uh, who was it,
1: Moati on the breakfast show, Izzy and Campy yeah. for breakfast this morning, and um, I... I saw they put a – was either a story on Instagram or Facebook showing what people had taken. Yep. There
0: was some Penrith head-to-heads, mm-hmm. you had some Penrith point starts. Yep. Yeah, turning plus. Then the one that broke my heart was someone put the 5K on Cleary to win the Clive Churchill. Oh. Because, because you could easily sit at the end of that game and be annoyed that Cleary didn't, thaw- didn't get it or I didn't get it. I thought know. he was
1: going to get it. Like, yeah. And I admit, I fell asleep about 10 minutes before the end, but bef- the, the last memory was – They'll just give it to Cleary because, you know, the standoff, uh, sorry, the half-back or stand up just have to have a reasonable game and, you, you and they just, seem yeah. to get it. Yeah, bang on.
0: And and it's, you know, it's. But the your voter
1: fatigue one's a really, really I, good I, point. That was a
0: great point. Someone made that to me. Yeah, I thought that was actually a really good shout. And so what I did, I, I just looked for power plays that had um, Dylan Edwards as the Clive Churchill. And that's why I went to that. There was that 1 to 12 one um, and then there was the 11 to 20. And, so I, and, and at that point, I'd used all my money. So I just had the bonus bet there. So it was over. almost
1: like. But won you those beats. They did. They actually Not did. They Penrith.
0: didn't score 100%. <laughs> I'm super glad they scored in the last 10. And let's be honest, like, Penrith just lost concentration, right, with 10 minutes to go. They were partying on the sideline. Ivan Cleary was down there with Brandy having a hug. Penrith had taken the foot off the off the gas because they the tries that they let in were sort of relatively weak, right, for their defensive effort mm. throughout the night. Someone... Dan Talentyre actually messaged me this morning and because um, I asked him if he wanted to come on. He's flat out with kangaroos today. Um, they're naming their squad. And he just said, mate, I genuinely think that, per- that Penrith are a lock for top four for the next 10 years. Yeah. And it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. Salary cap, there will be a point where um, they'll have to keep Cleary probably on a mill. Then someone like Lua will probably be demanding you know, six, seven hundred, and then you'll get other guys in underneath like Fisher Harris, like Dylan Edwards, et cetera, who will start to demand a little bit more. And you're already seeing it with um obviously Kickaw and Corusau both leaving and Corusau saying, it's just a money thing. If Penrith could have paid me, I would have stayed. So you and, and those are big losses, Steph. See
1: Corusau? I was talking earlier about tipping points for a player if you're a three hundred thousand dollar player, but Penrith say we'll take you for two fifty. Yeah. Or Gold Coast say we'll take you for three fifty. Where is it? There's another tipping point I want to talk about at some stage as well. Penrith, how many marquee players when you a how how many can you afford to keep and having eight not quite championship guys but will be lifted by the performance of the other guys. That's the balancing act these big clubs <laughs> oh, have.
0: Yeah, and the funny thing is when you look at a team like who's a good example of this? I was thinking maybe Souths. There are teams that have a number of marquee, Rooster's actually a good example. They have a number of marquee big-name players. And it allows you to win maybe one or two or three. You talked about the short-term thing last hour. It allows you to win one, two, three. The thing with Penrith is, I would say almost no one in that team is Mar- is marquee in and of themselves. Maybe uh, Nathan Cleary is, is, the, is, the, is the exception to the rule, is the marquee. Now, you'd say that's ridiculous, Sam. is probably a marquee. Fisher Harris is probably. No, no, no. They are good in that Penrith side. Not saying they wouldn't be good elsewhere, but they've built that. But this is the problem in a salary cap competition, is that whether you're the Roosters and you buy guys in and you win a title every two or three years, or you're the Panthers and you build it up from the ground, it will get to a point for the Panthers. They might win two or three more staff, but it'll get to a point where they can't afford to keep that unit together. Guys will start leaving and the quality of the side will start dropping again. That will happen. Mm. Which is this is the beauty of a salary capped competition? It's is a that it doesn't last.
1: This top pen is a beautifully pieced together, 100%. manufactured team. Hundred percent.
0: It, it is, but but it won't, but it can't last mm.
1: forever. The other thing I want to know is the the coaching structure for these lesser teams. Who who's in and around that? Who are, who are some of the players in and around? Maybe we could. Get to Penrith at some stage this week, and just talk about their club structure. Oh,
0: you mean as in like the coaches of the under twenties? Yeah. The, well, yeah. didn't um, Craig Gower say he was helping out with the SG Ball yes, side? Yes, he and did then, say, yeah. yeah. So I am sure that's those sorts of those sorts of names. But you, it's a good point. We could, yeah. I mean the, the the interview the interview we all want. We've been chasing him for running it straight. We've been chasing the interview everyone wants is Phil Gilt, right? Because he'll tell you that he'll mm. tell you how it all works and how how they built it. Um, is the golden question, which is you know, all eyes on the Bulldogs for to see how. Whether or not he has the same influence on them in five to six, seven years time, mm, mm. imagine just Penrith Bulldogs grand final every year for five yeah. years.
1: <laughs> I loved them when they were the Dogs of War. I did yeah. enjoy watching them, and you just they were like they were like a team fueled on diesel taking mm. on LPG cars. <laughs> that, that's what it was like. They just relentless with ball bars and didn't have a great top speed, but they could just pull trucks yeah. uphill they tough that dogs of war mentality i just it really resonated with me
0: i don't know i don't know if that ex- if you could do that nowadays right probably like couldn't. the st- game's too quick mm. a lot of sport is like that as well you know um i guess even rugby right like would you argue Fords are getting more mobile much as opposed more mobile. yeah much more mobile as opposed to just big burly men I, I know you know i talk about this a lot with you you know in ice hockey it used to be you'd have these goons that would just go out and destroy guys and they couldn't even skate or play hockey you can't do that anymore you have to be skillful it's about speed it's about skill so mm. yeah a lot of text messages i've got
1: to get through but i'll take a break and i'll run you through those here's some absolute rippers always welcome to te- when making the double chicken deluxe at maccas we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender aussie chicken with cheese tomato and aioli so we doubled it chicken and maccas together and loving it